Welcome to Naismith Drive. We hope you enjoy our KU basketball content. Welcome back to Naismith Drive. We are followed here with Joey, Matt, and a guest, Andrew. All right. Uh, so let's break down the Providence KU game. Uh, initial raw thoughts from you guys. I mean, all right. So, like, at first, like, the game's just ugly as shit to start off. Like, nobody's able to make shots. Um, we were shooting horrible. They were shooting horrible. So it kind of just felt like it would be one of those ugly games that we were going to win. And then second half, um, Noah Horkler started to heat up, and then we ended up losing the lead. And it's like, at that point, I just feel like we're going to lose because they have all the momentum. Um, but then Jay will had a huge bucket that gave us the momentum back, and then we, we kind of never looked back. So um, I'm glad that we were able to win ugly and then play a lot better the next game because that shit was really scary. Yeah. Um... I think Providence started off the game like two for 21 or four for 21 or something like that. And we were only up like eight or nine points, which is obviously very concerning that we were playing so bad. Um, you knew they heat up and you knew they'd come back eventually just to have we playing. But uh, yeah, thankfully Jay will had that huge and one and we kind of never looked back. We couldn't make a freaking free throw. And then Remy fouled. Uh, was that Durham at the end of that game? Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah, it was. But uh. Yeah, it was a, definitely another one of our surviving advance. Well, I mean, the free throw shooting has been a concern all year. And I mean, I think even our – like, this whole tournament, we haven't shot the ball well from three at all. Like, even in the Miami game, where we make, the like three and one half, and that was, like, outrageous for us, I guess. <laughs> we didn't make yeah. one first after all. So, I saw a thing, and um, I don't know how true it was, but so if you look at all the other games from this weekend – Everyone shot poorly from three besides Duke against, um, I think it was Arkansas. But they, they shot 40%, but they only shot four of 10. So they, it's not a good sample size. But yeah, everyone shot poorly from three this weekend. And especially the KU Province game was uh, probably one of the worst KU games I've watched in recent memory. Um, I mean, we shot 39% from the field. Uh, you can you can say it was good defense, but I don't know. I it was just a really ugly game, and I, I don't even know how to talk. Like I, can't, I don't even want to spend that much time talking about it because how just disgusting it was. Yeah, Dave was horrible. Ochai was horrible. Um, Mitch was horrible. Yeah, the only one who – the only person who I mean, shot, are we going to talk about how your first team – Remy. Yeah. Remy at 23. Carried us again. I mean, Jay Wall had 16 and 11, but he's 5 for 16 from the field. Andrew, what were you saying? I was going to say uh, we're not going to talk about how you're first-team All-American and you're scared to shoot. Yeah, I mean, he took eight shots. Like, I mean, if you're first-team All-American, I feel like you got to be taking more than eight shots a game. Yeah, and I mean, Jay Which, granted, I don't know, half of them will probably get his own rebound off a of tip-in because, I mean, he does. He tries very hard. and he, got, he probably rebounds the best out of our team, to be honest. Yeah, and then, I mean, you know, you hear yourself talk about Ochai Abaji with, like, Devontae Graham and Frank Mason. I don't know any games where they were the best player on the team taking eight shots. Like, I, he's not he's not really I, 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 I think something that, that we can uh, kind of point towards an answer to that is Ochai isn't getting his own shot. You know, either he's, he's going to catch and shoot three, or he's coming off a, a screen from Dave and pulling for Mitty. You know, it's like he's not just yeah. coming on the floor and, and getting a step back three like Devontae would or Frank would. 
and also, Frank's well, I mean, that, that just know? comes down to him having no ball. He has no ball handling ability. And if you don't have that, then you're just way too easy to face guard. So it does seem like Ochai is just kind of scared out there. And it's like, if you're going to have your All-American go out there and be scared, then it's going to be hard to keep advancing in the tournament. So, th- I mean, he just he just needs to be the aggressor on, on Saturday. If we yeah, want to, I agree. I mean, and all, Remy's, I mean, definitely, all, Remy's definitely saved us so far, uh, being aggressive and, and filling up the stat sheet scoring-wise. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, rebounding well. He means you're probably our third-best rebounder right now. Well, probably fourth percent CB, Jalen, and uh, Ochai. But uh, I was going to say another reason, like, even in my the Miami – I don't want to, like, skip ahead, but even in that Miami game, he was scared to take a shot. He was almost scared to dunk that fast break. We're, like, yeah. I don't understand what's wrong with him sometimes. But only reason I, I, I think that helps him is transition. We couldn't really get out and transition against Providence. I think that's another reason why he couldn't get any points on the board because he gets a lot of transition buckets. Yeah, uh, Providence really stressed that they weren't going to get in a, in a high-scoring game with KU, that they were going to try to just slow the game down. And they really did. Um, but the problem was is Providence offensively was forward. Um, when you're a three-point shooting team, you shoot four twenty-three from three. It's not going to win you games. So it ended up hurting them more than it hurt us because they they don't have the same type of um, athletes offensively that we did. And when you get in a slow-paced game like that, you're not going to be able to find open shooters. Yeah. Um, I see we move on and talk about this Miami game. Definitely. Uh, a scary first half. I was at the game. Was not was not enjoying the first half. Was not looking good. We couldn't guard McGusty. We couldn't make a shot, make a free throw. Um, like Andrew said, Ochai's passing up open looks. Ochai or CB won't shoot the ball at all. Um, Remy had a decent yeah. game, I'd say. Yeah, no, but, that's that's something. I, I tweeted it out just like during the game. I'm like, dude, like this game's over because like Cam McGusty. And Isaiah Wong, like, those guys were being aggressive. They were attacking the rim. They are making shots. They are hitting tough jumpers. And then when we get the ball on offense, it's like CB, Jay Will, and Oach are all just, like, scared to shoot open looks. So, it's like, I don't see how we can how we can beat these guys if, if we're just going to play timid and keep letting McGusty just bust our ass all night. Yeah. Um, if you watch the first half, Miami was playing like they had nothing to lose. And we were playing very uptight. Uh, we were playing slow. We were playing – the softest defense I have ever seen us play. And it, I mean, I can remember texting many people like, yeah, we lost. And I'm over there watching greedy dick highlights. Like I was so dumb that first half. Yeah. Um, I think Bill had some good adjustments at halftime. I think Doug Gottlieb was talking about how he put Dave on uh, Miller for them. And um, Dewan just kind of guarded McGusty the whole time, didn't, didn't switch off of him. Because I think McGusty was kind of exposing J-Will a little bit on the switches, which is, uh, I wouldn't say alarming, just because J-Will didn't really have to guard the perimeter that much. I mean, he guards perimeter, but he's not guarding the other teams very much. Um, but, yeah, Dewan showed why he's so valuable to us, uh, playing great defense. Uh... We have that – Five points. Five, yeah, Dewan had five, three, and four. I mean, he had a solid game. Him and Remy both had a good game together. I thought they, they played together too, which is good to see. Another, another. I just want to say, like Remy Martin. I think. That, I mean, obviously, we all know this, but he's. I think he's the key to uh, Kansas making this run. Obviously, when he comes off the bench, you can just see there's a whole different type of energy. You know, he's always getting that crowd. I mean, you saw it firsthand, Joe. He's getting the crowd hype. All another team said he's pet. He's a pest. 
you know, he's not the tallest guy out there, and he's got a very weird shot, in my opinion. But it's a line drive and it goes in. But I think if we don't have Remy, I mean, we would have lost Creighton game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we we probably probably would have lost Providence as well because yep. of, again, because Ochai, I just wish Ochai had a little more dog in him. That's all I want. He's too athletic to just not go take any shots. I mean, you, even if you can't even dribble, you can still do a couple, you know, hop steps, something like that. Just go get fouled or something. Go to the rim, but. I don't know. That's I just get annoyed with Ochai a little bit, but he'll he'll eventually got the sump rifle. He's gonna have like maybe this next game is Villanova, have like yeah. three or four big threes. He's he's yeah, he's, in, he's got to. Even in the Miami game, like he was eight for twelve. Like you gotta be taking but, at least seventeen. Yeah, shots. but like and think about it. What was that? What was the first half? How many shots he take in the first half? I think he like took three. six. I think he took six in the first half. I think it was six. Yeah, maybe five. It might have been five. I think it was three for five at halftime. It just yeah, felt Ochai like finished. He finished two for two on from three. Yeah, and the it thing just, is, I've said like uh, he he's I think the last few games he was taking really bad threes, and so I don't hate him not taking as many threes, especially now that he's making them, he's finding his shot. But there's times where he's just wide open and he's passing the ball, and then CD was wide open and he was passing the ball, and the only one who was taking the goddamn threes were Remy. Yeah, I, I just feel like Oshai is way too good of a shooter to. I mean, he doesn't have to be open. Like, he just needs to look. Like, just if you get a look, yeah. shoot the ball. He's our best player. The, the biggest thing for a shooter is just stepping into a shot with confidence. Like, if, you, if you're if you in your head and you're you're not ready to shoot the ball, and, I mean, it's just like it really it really affects your game. And it's totally different when you see Oach out there when he's just scared and he, he doesn't look like he's ready to play versus Oach stepping into a three confidently like he was from November to, to mid-February. Like, he, he was – our most consistent shooter. I feel like every time he shot, it was going in. And then recently, it's like he's been kind of timid out there. And I think that's the biggest reason why his shot hasn't been falling. Uh, I also thought before the Miami game even started, my, when my buddies had said it, and I knew it, I just really thought Charlie Moore was going to go for a good 20-plus and have a revenge game. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought it, but obviously it didn't happen. Foul trouble helped us a ton, yeah. in my yeah, opinion, he, that game. He had a good start to the game, for sure. I mean, that's what, Yeah, that's, I really thought it was going to be a revenge game. He's crafty. He's a good player, I think. Um he set the most most of the first half, and then he got those two fouls, and then yeah. never really got back in the game after that. I mean, he played a ton, but he never got back really in the flow of the game. Yeah. Um, Magusti didn't really do much in the second half. I think he had four points, and Wong was all right, I guess. The whole team scored like 15 points in the second half. No one did anything in the second half. I mean, he scored nearly yeah. a points in that half, and it was only four. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I think we need to talk about how good KU's defense was in the second half and how well, elite we were getting out in transition because that completely changed the game. I'd say the transition helped that defense because – Honestly, they were shooting a bunch of like they weren't really. Con- I know we were cutting off lanes, but they were just shooting a bunch of contested threes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they had that stretch where he forced a ton of turnovers in a row. Yeah, to get out no, that is true. And that just they felt, they felt really desperate because they started like jacking up all the threes and stuff. But they they KU was on that huge run to where they were just trying to find something. And every time we drove, like we're, they were driving in, they were getting ripped and falling. Um, uh, I was incredibly wrong about. McCormick, I thought he should not have played that game. I thought it was a terrible matchup for him, and I'll I'll wear that L any day because he did. He was our second best player in my opinion. I mean, if Dave plays like that, like because that's why I feel like Dave should be playing every game. You know, you you can't be a four star, six ten, two fifty. You look strong, and he looked aggressive for like the first time in a long time because he always has spurts like this. And I always remember like it was earlier in the year, maybe last year. Dave last just year kept feeding him, and I'm like, do why do? Yeah, I'm like, dude, I do not want to see a patented right hook from Dave. 
that, you know, takes one dribble, head down, and puts it up regardless if he's open or not or if it's a good look. I was tired of seeing it. But you know what? When he, what he did against Miami, it's just he played aggressive. And it, I think it worked out his favor. Plus, I think – I mean, he had the matchup. It was a better matchup in our opinion. Yeah, yeah and I think that uh, – I think you can figure out what kind of day he's going to have within the first, like, four positions. Because we always exactly. – like Providence, he catches like ball goes through his hands and he dribbles off his foot and then you're just like, here we go. Like he's gonna go two for eight and score four points. You know, it's like Miami. He, I wouldn't say he had good looks. I mean, he's kind of chucking up some BS. I was going. Yeah. I mean, and one was historic. Um, it was awesome. The place was rocking. I thought the biggest couple possessions of the game when uh, CB had the breakaway dunk and then he hit the three that kind of took the lid off for us. You know. And I feel like after CB hit that shot, we kind of started having fun. Like, we started chucking the ball up, like, baseball passes. I think we saw, like, four or five baseball passes up the court. Like, you don't do that unless you're having fun. You know, you don't do that when you're tight and nervous about the game. And, obviously, I think we were so much more talented than them. And uh, Matt won't agree. Matt loves the Miami's guards. He's been <laughs> Miami stand for a while now. But, uh, I mean, I mean. Actually, if you're you having fun playing basketball, I think it just showed. We just had a great time. And, obviously, it's not hot. It's not hard to have a good time when things are going well and things weren't going well early on and we weren't having fun. But it also helps when um, the other team doesn't really have like a, a very deep rotation. Right. They were in foul trouble and that and that's and that screwed them. Yeah. And that's why I, I like K that's why I like KU against Nova, but again, Nova's a different, you know, they're good too, but they literally only run like six guys in the rotation. Yeah, so. and talking about Dave, I mean he's gonna go against Dixon, who's six seven. Yeah, yeah, and I'm but no it but also also, knowing Dave, he's soft. So, we got to see which one comes Dixon's out. Only six, comes out. Yeah, six, seven, 250. Oh, fuck. I thought he was 6'9". So, he's just a baby. Oh, I'm looking yeah. at Dave, but he went up. Wait, what is his, what's his name? Orderberg? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he's, uh, he was 6'10", 220. So, he's around Mitch Lightfoot size. And, you know, Dave abused him. Uh, you could say that Dave was our best offense in the first half. You could say Remy, but I, I'm going to go with Dave. I just felt the offense was better. Um, so when I mean, if you can exploit that matchup with Dave like that, we're tough to beat. But he's just so his inconsistency shows every game. Like you don't know which Dave you're gonna get, which is why I'm terrified of Nova. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing he's six eight, six eight. Yeah, Matt. Dave. I pro- like Dave is not going to dominate Eric Dixon. I I watched uh, Nova UConn both times this year, and it felt like Eric Dixon won the battle against Sonogo, who's a unit. So is a Dixon's, unit. A super, Dixon's a super good player. Um, I do think Dave's going to get plenty of offensive rebounds in this game, and I think that he's going to score probably 10 to 15, but Dixon's going to be a huge factor. If, in this Dave, game too. if Dave gets 10 to 15 points, we win this game by 8 points. Yeah. If Dave has yeah, a game, we don't lose. Well, if... Um... I'll tell you what, this game's going to go a lot more like Providence than Miami. We all know that. And if Providence – and if Villanova can make their threes, it's going to be a very, very interesting game. Yeah. Like, um, close game. Like, similar to Matt, you know, when he uh, had – he was a big stand for Virginia Tech in Miami, and we all will make fun of him for Virginia Tech for the rest of his life. But I was a yeah, big, you know, big stand on UConn, uh, and I watched Villanova handle their bigs very, very well in the – Big East tournament. So that's one thing where I don't think Dave is going to go out and do what he did against Miami. I, I agree with Andrew. Uh, it's definitely a Providence-style game. Um, I think it's going to have to come through Remy Martin and OJ is going to have to hit his shots. I, we need Christian Brown to attack. Like, he's got to attack. Christian Brown's got to be a killer. He's got to be lethal. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I just like how we match up. They only play – I mean, they're going to play Brian Antoine. who will probably have 25 points on us. Probably be a new career high. No, he's horrible. He'll probably hit seven threes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like we're a lot better than them. Just like Christian Brown and Ochai, I, we're definitely more athletic than them. I mean, obviously, they're super fundamental, and they play off two feet a lot. They'll probably draw seven charges against us. Um, Dave will probably flop around like a fish and foul out in the first half. Uh, Mitch Lightfoot game, second half. But um, like if, I don't if know. The, I, I like how we match up. I do. I really like how we match up. If the pace of the game is is fast and, you know, we can get it going and we can run what, you know, KU basketball wants to be, yeah, I think it's a it's a good win. But I'll tell you, they slow it down. And if Remy's in foul trouble or Remy's not out there, I don't see who's creating their own bucket on this team. No one. Well, like exactly. the, thing, the thing for me is like how we can dominate this game is if you get like Caleb Daniels or Jermaine Samuels in foul trouble early, they have no depth to come in the game and replace those guys. So I don't see why you don't just start off the game attacking the shit out of the exactly. ring and we, trying to draw fouls and, and be aggressive. If you can get Daniels or Samuels in foul trouble, then I think that we have a really good shot of running away with this basketball game. Yeah. yeah. We, need to, we need to get – just bring fucking – Excuse my language. Bring Ochai just around screens. Let him catch the ball and just run to the rim, and just go yeah. get fouled. Yeah, throw the ball to Dave. Get get a foul on Dixon. Like just get them in foul trouble. Especially with Justin Moore injured. Like I don't think people are, are like, we should. The spread should be a lot more than four. I think it's going to be a lot close. Like I don't think we're going to blow him out. But Justin Moore, that's a fifteen point per game scorer. Like if KU was missing Christian Brown or Ochai Abazi or Remy Martin this game, I would be like, oh, we lost. And Ochai and Justin Moore is the equivalent of losing one of those three. Like, he's uh, a certified bucket. No, he's uh, he, he's their by far their second best player. Yeah, beside, behind Gillespie. Yeah. Yeah, DeJuan's going to give Gillespie all sorts of problems. If 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 Gillespie – I think Gillespie's going to have to go for 20. If Gillespie goes under under 15, I don't think it's single digits. Gillespie's going to have to go over 20. He's going to play the best game of his life, in my opinion. He's got he's to hit at least five threes, I think. Five but also – also, knowing who's like knowing the situation, there's gonna be me and Joe are talking about this. There's gonna be a kid off the bench that's not played all year that's gonna go for you know 20, four for five, three, kind of like what a lot was it Alamu or whatever his name was from Creighton. It's gonna be just like yeah. that. Alamu, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna have to be a Gillespie game. Uh, I mean, he's their best player. It's, I'm not willing to debate that, but um. I think you got to think, like, is Gillespie 100%? Because he went down awkward. Was it, against, was it against Michigan with the knee? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was. No, no. Wait. Yeah, it was Michigan. It was I think Michigan. it was Michigan. It was down the end. Um, the whole Houston game was really ugly. Neither team was scoring. Um, I'm going to pull up the box score, but, yeah, like, he wasn't – no one offensively was great. So, was Gillespie not great because Houston plays super ugly basketball, or is he hurt? I mean, I yeah, I don't I don't think his knee is a hundred percent, and that could be another huge factor in this game. But I think the thing like KU hasn't been shooting the ball recently from three, so it's like like and, they, and they've been playing in arenas that hold what nineteen thousand people. So now you're in an arena that's going to hold eighty thousand people. The shots probably aren't going to be falling early from outside. So get to the rim, get these guys in foul trouble, and then play in transition, and then you'll be able to start hitting open shots, and we should really kick their ass if we're able to do that. Well, yeah. the last time we played Villanova in a dome, they didn't really have an issue hitting shots. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that team had six NBA players. This team doesn't. 
I'm looking at the box score right now against Houston. Gillespie scored six points, but he went one for six from the field. He had five rebounds and one assist. Um, that's – Yeah, that's, that's not going to beat us. Yeah, I mean, if he, if he scores six points without Justin Moore, we're playing on Monday, and that, that's that. And you also – you look at their bench. They had a guy come off the bench, play 35 minutes, and then Archie Nako played two minutes. So I mean, it, like he said, sucks. He's, yeah, he's not he, his brother. He he's, yeah, he's not his brother. No. Uh, so no, yeah. Caleb Daniels is a bucket. Oh, he's a bucket. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely worried. Caleb Daniels is like thirty-eight percent from three. That guy, that guy can light it up with Gillespie. But Samuels is like twenty-seven percent. We know Antoine can't shoot. We know Dixon can't really shoot Dixon it. So actually, I don't really know how. Fifty like percent clip. Matt. Eric Dixon does. He's like seventeen, like thirty-five or something like that. I mean, yeah, he doesn't shoot it very much, but I, I'm fine leaving that kid open. As stupid as this sounds, I'm not necessarily worried about Gillespie scoring on us. Uh, to me, he's more of a facilitator. I don't think he's necessarily – he's a guy who's going to – if he has the shot, he's going to take it, but he's looking to create for others. Um, so, I mean, he's going to have to play yeah. a different role than what he's been playing all season. Yeah, I was going to say, who's he, who's he going to create for him? He's going to have to take a ton of shots. Yeah. Yeah, and if you put Dewan Harris on him, I think – that can definitely minimize him because we put Harris on Cam Mcgusty in the second half, and Mcgusty was in hell. So, I think if you can just let Dewan hound Gillespie all day, then I don't think he's going to be that big of a factor in the scoring column. Yeah, um, and and it's going to be a lot easier when you don't have Justin Moore coming off that you got to worry about. Um, like I said, like that's the one-two punch. You know, I I it's like losing Remy Martin, or if we lost Oche Baji, or if we lost Christian Brown, like he's that big of a deal like and no one's really talking about it he he, he is Achilles blew up like he's not playing Sleep on North Carolina now. Yeah, North Carolina is not winning that game. I'm not sleeping on Carolina. I think Carolina. I think Carolina matches up well with them. I think Carolina wins. Duke I, plays I no do. defense. Duke plays no defense. I think. Okay. I, I mean, Carolina. Brady Manic right now. If he keeps shooting the way he is, I, I don't know. Caleb Love, Brady Manic, yeah, like North I mean, Carolina. Brady Manic, yeah, R.J. Davis is tough. Baycott just had 22 and 20 in the last game. I mean, he's raw too. I mean, they they went to Cameron last month. This month, and they stopped yeah. him. And, and every that was a big game for that was Coach K's last home game. That was a, it cost him oh, more. To go, it cost him yeah. more to go to that game than it's costing me to go to New Orleans. Like, like come on now, like North Carolina, <laughs> don't don't play with them. They they might be playing Monday. I hope they are, man. I it, seeing Duke in the Natty game with you know it's Coach K's last game ever. That's absolutely terrifying, and I mean I just feel like. At that point, it's just destiny for them to win it all. So I'm def- we're definitely cheering for Carolina to to beat Duke. I wouldn't even say what do you th- what do you I'd think? Say, the- I'd say the refs have a lot of lot of say in that one too. Just wait for that. Yeah, they would. Yeah, it would it would be rigged for Duke. We know that. I don't know. I mean, Duke's so young. I just think they're gonna have so much pressure on them for Coach K. I mean, obviously the the last game at home they got stomped out by Carolina. Um, so what do you think would be worse for Coach K? Starts were losing to Carolina. In this game, we're losing to Kansas in the title. Oh, definitely losing to Carolina. We're losing to Carolina. Definitely losing to Carolina. Like I don't know. I feel like I feel like they got to the final four. Kansas, bro. If we beat them in the Natty, I feel like it would be that. Yeah, I think it would be too. Because think about it. Think about it. They're like, oh, 
we, we got to the final four and coach case fell over to her like it was cool or whatever but then it's like oh we lost in the natty like that's yeah that's like, but it's like you're you're playing your arch rival would you would you rather lose to um yukon in the final four or would you rather lose to missouri in the lead eight yeah exactly <laughs> i'd rather, I'd rather lose, lose the yukon in the final four yeah like or yeah you can't. I'd rather lose to a 16 team in the first round than Missouri in the championship game. It is the same thing. I don't know if I'd rather Duke do in that. North Carolina. Oh no, no I don't. You don't. It's, you don't want to lose to Missouri. It's just different because it's Coach K's final season. Like if this wasn't his final season, I think. But it would be as big. Who's retiring, Coach K? Who's retiring, Coach K? You can't let North Carolina retire you. That's yeah. what we're getting at. That yeah. Would you want Missouri to retire Bill Self? No. No, I, no they would no. never do that. They would no, no way. And I would if I'm not even mess with K State because I don't care about K State. But Missouri oh, retiring Bill Self is like, I would. That's my last day on earth. Is what I'm getting at. Like that. That's just I'm not. I'm not waking up the next morning if Missouri retired Bill Self, especially in the Final Four and your first ever tournament meeting and school's histories. Like no, it's I. Any Duke fan would rather lose to KU or Villanova on Monday than North Carolina on Saturday. And they already, they already ruined his, his last home game, too, which is kind of yeah. funny. Well, dude, if you just if you just think about all the pressure that's been on these kids all year, um, like, it really started um, with that Carolina game. Like, that was the storyline for about a month straight was, like, this is Coach K's final game against Carolina. And the players – the Duke players folded. And then they folded in the ACC championship game against Virginia Tech because it was the last time he's ever going to play in that tournament. And then now the only – like, this game is being swept under the rug by the media because – it's Coach K against Carolina for the last time ever. I just think there's too much pressure on these kids, so I'm not. I'm not going to be sleeping on Carolina. I think they can definitely do this again. Who do you guys think we we would match up better with? Um, I'm going to go with Carolina. Uh, you got Mark Mitchell who's seven one. You got Ben Caro who's um a bucket certified bucket. So I don't know. I would rather play North Carolina. We've seen Brady Manic before many times. He's annoying to play against, but he's manageable. So, I think I think Baycott would just destroy Dave. I think Mark Williams would kick his ass more though. I think way bigger. <laughs> yeah, I meant Mark Williams. I'm Mark Mitchell, but yeah, Mark Williams. Yeah, is, but is, Mark Williams isn't like oh, he's not post back to the basket. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, block everyone's, everyone's stuff though. You're gonna drive in. Mark Williams is sitting up to the third row. I think he'd be punches on Mark Williams when they get his seat up. No. Dude, I don't know, man. Baycott's good, but, like, that St. Peter's front court it just isn't big enough or physical I mean, enough to fuck with him. Has North Carolina played this year besides Duke that's, like, a good front court? Yeah, I mean, Tech's front court's really good. I don't know what he did against them, but that seemed like it was a guard-dominated game. So, I, I don't mean, know. I think Dave – Yeah, I, I think Dave would match up way better with – with Baycott than he does with Mark Williams. Williams is I'm, very athletic. I mean, I don't know. You don't you don't fall yourself into a bunch of 2020s every night. I think Baycott's a, a monster, and there's a reason why I think he has. I think he leaves the NCAA in active double doubles, at least for the season. I think he set an ACC record, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at it like this. is It's not necessarily a who's better between Baycock and Mitchell. Um, it's who's better with the front. Would you rather face – Caro and Mitchell or Brady Manic and Baycock. Yeah, and I don't want to see I don't want to see Paolo. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I really don't. Nah. And then the Duke's guards, man, Trevor Keels, he's not big. He's, he's fat. He's he's well, no, it's, it's the other one. Is it Roach? 
No, yeah, Roach's Roach been Roach bailing them out. Griffin's Roach good. Bailing them out. No, but but Roach's like no. But my oh, thing was yeah. Roach, Roach is playing out of his mind. Yeah, no. So yeah. Duke Duke would have lost that game against Michigan State if it wasn't for Roach. And I think Tech. it's kind of fluky. I think it's pretty fluky what Roach is doing. I think yeah, he's Ro- like, Roach is going out of going out of and He's been a very average guard. Yeah, he is average. Yeah, but, I'm I mean, not worried about Kills. Kills is a t- couple double cheeseburgers away from playing tight end in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, both teams between Duke and Carolina, both teams play absolutely no defense. And I just think in a natty game, I'd rather see the team that doesn't have the the a top three overall pick. So I, I'd way the rather best blocker in the nation. Yeah, I'd way rather play Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like we joke. I mean, this is a very easy Final Four path. And honestly, like, you're, you're going to play good teams in the Final Four. Like, you know, you want to talk about Mickey Mouse run. but Nova's route was easier. With just – oh, it was. But with Justin Moore out, man, like, KU – like, that's – Nova's good. Don't get me wrong. But, man, like, with KU got the most favorable matchup in the tournament or in the, out of all the Final Four teams in that semifinal game. So, I mean, the National Championship game is going to be a game that you're finally going to have to sit down and be like, okay, this is, this is a really good team. Okay, I mean, I get what you're saying, but you don't just fall yourself into the Final Four. I mean, you, you got to win games, and there's there's good teams. You win ugly twice. If, if certain teams beat them, then they beat them. Like, they're, I mean, they're better. I mean, that's just how the game could, is. You can also go with the, the case that we beat Creighton because that guy's hurt. We beat Providence because they can, they shot terrible in the first half. We beat Miami. Well, that one's kind of a fair, you know, fair game. And then they're going to come in and be like, oh, we beat Villanova. Second best player is hurt. Again, it takes some luck to win a title, though. What? How many yeah. times have we actually had luck like this? And here's the thing: it's like you. It's not KU's fault that this is what yeah. they got. No, um, yeah. Creighton, Creighton's best player, his his leg is bombed. He steps on a, a bear trap middle of the game. But they played a style that we had never seen before. That's Let's not be serious. Us. Is Cal Brenner put up 25 points? We beat Fuck them no. with him by more than what we did if he's yeah. not playing. Because no, we I agree. A different style. Creighton wouldn't have shot that many threes if Carl Grinner was playing because they would have yeah. played through him. And I think we would have I think we would have kicked their ass even more. And Dave than, and Dave could handle that very well. Like I'm not yeah. worried about Dave on him. I'm worried about Dave trying to running around the perimeter and he's garbage. Yeah. No, Creighton definitely went out during that game and they were like, All right, big man's out. We got nothing to lose. Let's go chuck a bunch of threes. And that's what they did. They wouldn't have played like that if their guys were healthy. Yeah. I I mean they're playing a style you haven't seen. Providence, there's no excuses. They shot horribly. Because we played good defense, like how many? They weren't missing open threes. We were just there. Miami, Miami went out and went a nice little run. Me and Matt had talked about the game. We knew that they were a good team. That the ten seed was a BS ranking, especially when you had a team like LSU ranked as a six. So yeah. I'm not. I had them in my elite eight. That's not surprising for me. And we took care of their guards very well. Uh, we got their big in foul trouble because it was a bad matchup. It, you can cl- cry about the refs, but you scored 15 points second half. Uh, Villanova, Justin Moore is a huge loss, but they still have guys who can score. Villanova is a very well-rounded starting five. Guys, Villanova sucks. I'm just going to be honest. Um, they suck I, without Justin Moore, yes. Uh, yeah, with, if we don't play on Monday night, it's a Bill Self choke job, and we need to hire um, Kwanzaa well, Again, another, <laughs> another reason why I just brought all that up is because you need, you need luck to win a national title. Like, stuff's got to go your way. And it I mean, honestly feels like yes, a looks lot, like a 2019 a Virginia. 2019 <laughs> Virginia is no. the luckiest title run ever. But but that's what I'm saying. It, 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 we haven't seen it. Like I don't remember the last time I've seen all these things go Kansas's way. It's, it's like, never. It's, it's never. never. 
Yes, it's, it's got to go all the way back to 2008. We actually won one. Yeah, I was going to say, you could go to 08 where we had a 12 seed and a 10 seed. In our, yeah, ex- exactly. But we had I mean, a whole four seed final four, so we started going yep. beat one seeds. And one no, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from us. I'm just telling you, yeah, no, you I mean, have to have luck. You have to have luck to win yeah. the national title. Yeah. You, almost everyone's had, had a good thing yeah. happen to them. Or, it's I the mean, hardest tournament in sports. I'm Virginia not. Virginia should have lost like four times. They, they should have yeah. lost Purdue. Carson they should have lost Purdue. They should have lost to um, Auburn. Was it Auburn? Lost to Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, horrible So it took a DeAndre. It took a DeAndre Hunter three in the corner to tie it up with like thirty seconds to go. Yeah, and a miserable just a Texas Tech defensive breakdown at the end of the game for them to, to win that one. It was giving up a corner three up three with like thirty to go just makes no sense. Did Hunter make that or was he fouled with like no time? He, he made it. He made it. With, I feel like someone was fouled. It was Kyle Guy? Kyle Guy got fouled. That was against Auburn. And it was Auburn. Who was was that against Auburn? Yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're down, yeah, they're down like six points, like minutes ago or something like that against Auburn, and they won. Yeah, I mean that that was an easy, not an easy run, but a lucky run. Uh, you could go back to that Duke natty where they avoided the best college basketball team I've ever seen play in Kentucky, and then you got the 2010 one where they got Butler, and Butler got should have won the game, but uh, it didn't fall their way. Ah, Butler sucks. Yeah, and you got to play them in the national championship. Yeah. <laughs> they actually played back to back titles, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they lost the was it UConn? UConn. Yeah, it was UConn. Well, I I don't know why I've said UConn's name like a thousand times in a KU Final Four episode, but they've came up a bunch. All right, boys, do we have anything else to add? Uh yeah, fuck Coach K. Let's ruin his retirement party. All right. Yeah, I I, I uh I think, I mean, Bill Sub kind of said it best. I mean, if we want to be looked at as a premier program like the Dukes and Villanova's right now, we got to cut down the Nets Monday night. And I, I think that we've had a better season than everyone else in the Final Four. Like Dukes, Dukes had a couple bad losses, and Carolina's obviously an eight seed. Nova's had a decent year. They, I mean, they scored thirty six points at Baylor. Nova did. Yeah, those guys suck. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see a reason we don't we don't cut the nest down Monday night, and that's, I'm not trying to be a biased fan. Um, you guys know firsthand, I'm definitely not biased. I'll tell you if we suck. And no, uh, I truly think we're the best team. I really do think we're the best team left. All right, and it's, it's exciting too to, to think about that. Andrew, yeah. final thoughts. Um, I don't like saying it, but I think I think we should win eight plus against Nova. I really do. I don't I don't see more more is a huge loss. Um, title game, yeah. There's a reason why both teams are going to be there. It's going to be real close. Things will be down to the wire. I'd love to see Ochai get it going because if we can get him going with Remy going at the same time, I feel like we're going to be, you know, close almost, not unstoppable, but I'll be very happy or shocked, honestly, if they both say go over 15 and we lose. Yes, so I'm, uh, I'm excited. I will be nervous regardless if I think we're going to win or not. Um, I just hope there's no heartbreak. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Rock talk. Yep. Rock talk, guys. See you, folks. Rock talk.